this week's episode of DukaCast. So this week we shall be covering web servers. We're going to find out exactly what web servers are and how we can use them to our advantage. So basically a web server is a software or hardware that is dedicated to running our what? Our, our given software and satisfies our clients, like our clients, let's say like users, their users requests on the World Wide Web, meaning like uh, we can host our, our, let's say like our website on a server and anyone can make requests to it, either getting pictures from it, like photos, audios, or just reading it, like requesting the HTML and so forth. So a web server in general can be can uh, like a web server can in general contain one or more websites. Like you can host twenty websites if, if you like, depending on the capacity of the web server. So web servers process the incoming re- network requests over the HTTP and other server related protocols. So what basically what HTTP is is the hypertext transfer protocol. Like this is one of the protocols like FTP and the rest that we use to what to send information over the what. The World Wide Web, or in short, the Internet. So, in computing, a server is a computer or program or a device that provides functionality for other programs or devices called clients. So, that's kind of like a generalization of what a server does. It's just a computer program or a device that provides functionality for other programs or devices called clients. So, imagine like with your phone, your phone can't host any what, can't host any website. And then you need some access to certain documents. You may need to run certain programs. And then a server, which is hosted probably on a, a given network or another computer, can be used to access all those what functionality that you don't have by default on your phone. Okay. So now that we have covered the definition of web servers, we now want to find out exactly what is the primary function of a web server. So its primary function is to store, process, and deliver web pages to the clients. The clients basically are just like mobile devices, desktops, and anything connecting the web server to receive the information contained in it. So the communication between the client and the server takes place using the hypertext transfer protocol, that is HTTP. But nowadays you find that people use HTTP as well as HTTPS, but HTTPS is more secure compared to HTTP. So the pages are delivered. The pages are delivered more frequently. The pages that are most delivered frequently using this protocol are HTML documents that contain images, style sheets, as well as scripts in addition to other text words, text material, and content. So a user agent commonly on a web browser or web crawler initiates a communication by making a request for a specific resource using the HTTP and then the server rep- responds with a what? With the content or a source one error message if it is unable to do so i think you have seen this like you you enter in a certain link in your browser as a client and then you get back an error because like uh, that resource has not been found on the server or that resource that doesn't exist so the resource is typically like a real life file on the server's secondary storage but that is not necessarily the case and depends on how the what the server is implemented the web server so some people could have the information not stored on the server, like it could be stored in other resources. Like if you are if you have heard of cloud computing, some people would prefer to store it on different other servers. You get because it's kind of like what reduces the load on a given server. Okay, so while the major the major function of 
the web server or servers is to self content the full implementation of HTTP, HTTP the hypertext transfer protocol also includes ways of receiving content from users. This feature is used for submitting web forms, including uploading of files. So I think you're familiar with this, like you log into a website and you're required to log in by sending your information. So that's one functionality of the HTTP. And actually, if you inspect the website, you'll see that there's usually like network requests. You have various network requests that we use to transfer information from our client to the server. And all these requests have different codes and all that. So web servers can frequently be found in embedded systems such as printers, if you didn't know, routers, webcams, and also serving only on a local network. So if you have a, like a local network, let's say like Hyperview is the, um, like the internet service provider called Rockspot, you're sure to find like uh, immediately connect to the router, like you receive a certain web page, uh, a web page uh, asking you to what? to log in and enter in your credentials so the web server can be used to the web server can then be used as part of a system for monitoring and administering like the device in question mm -hmm. like the rockspot thing it's used to what to monitor their network to ensure that no one else who's not supposed to have access doesn't actually access the resources on the network so uh, this what usually means that no additional software has to be installed on the client's computer since only a web browser is required which is now including most operating systems so now you can like even some embedded devices like have an, a web browser embedded in it so if you can kind of create like a remote terminal you can see exactly what is on the you can see exactly what is on the device So now we want to exactly find out like what is the client server communication. So in the client server communication, we have two like of the obvious partners. We have the client and the server. So the functionalities or the services that the server can provide are multiple and go from sharing data or resources among multiple clients, performing computation for the client. Like some some of these these servers can process like. Uh, Let's say like if you enter in information in a form like your birthday and all that it can calculate your age some of them can actually be used to calculate like distances between people so web servers can do quite a lot not just uh, sending information like sharing information resources they contain to the client so a single server can provide or in computing jargon like it can serve multiple art clients or a single client using multiple servers i hope you're understanding that let me first go back a little so a single server can provide or in computing java it can serve multiple clients and a single client can use multiple servers like you can not only just connect to what to one i think if you use the browser you can check like you can create new tabs and then connect to multiple servers also like one server i think you're sure of that like one server can serve up to ten thousand clients over a million clients like google servers do So we've seen that servers and clients usually communicate. So mostly they, they communicate using the request response model. So the request model is used to is mostly used to what to implement the client server systems where a client sends a request to the server which responds first by what? Performing some action in the background and then sends back a response to the client like an acknowledgement of if that thing the resource that the client is requesting for exists or there's an error message. 
it couldn't only be a resource like the client could be asking for the client could be sending their information and they could be missing something like let's say like in the password they could be missing some some digits like if they're trying to log in and then to send back an error message like wrong password or something but after processing that information so the definition of like an http or web server once again like the web server or http server is a server software or hardware dedicated to running server software that implements the request response model using the world wide web and http protocol so again you have seen that the http servers process incoming requests for the clients over the http protocol and then they serve the contents over the internet Okay, so now we want to find out exactly what is HTTP and how does it work. So HTTP or the Hypertext Transfer Protocol is an application layer that is used to virtually transmit files over the World Wide Web, files and data over the World Wide Web, whether they are HTML files, image files, or query results or anything else. In simpler words, HTTP is a universally spoken language with simple grammar that translates the communication between the client and the server by specifying how the information must be requested and how the responses are performed. So usually the HTTP is based on the TCP IP protocol. I think you can go and look up that. The TCP IP protocol transfer the transfer control protocol slash IP protocol. So this protocol, it takes place through the what? TCP IP sockets. Okay. So basically what HTTP servers do, the primary functions of HTTP servers is to store and process and deliver as well the web pages to the clients using the HTTP protocol. So a client or agent or a client or user agent, which is a software acting on behalf of the what of the user, which is usually the browser, initiates a communication by making a request for a specific resource using the HTTP to the server an application running on the computer hosting the word the website so this could be a server in the cloud or something so the server which provides the resources such as html files and other content or performs other functions on behalf of the client returns a response to the message to the client so then the response served by the server contains completion status information about the request and also may contain what content in its message body or an error message if it is unable to serve that content so while the primary functions of the HTTP server is to serve uh, content, its implementation can also include ways of receiving content from the client. I think you have seen this as mentioned earlier. This feature is like used for submitting web forms and also uploading what files. So the HTTP server can also generate HTML documents dyna dynamically, like can create its own HTML documents as opposed to returning the documents what like static, statically. It could also merge and serve them both. Uh, so the, the, the decisions are made based on the configuration options and the program, like the program decision, like in what languages, like when when can the HTTP watch server like decide to render the documents dynamically or then merge them and then serve them both. So depending on what language you use, it's predetermined. So dynamic documents are generated like when receiving what when retrieving. And modifying documents from the database for example so like uh, if you are receiving certain documents and then the server is in the background kind of like modifying those documents before it renders them in your browser that's when it's rendered dynamically so an example of this is like uh, kind of like trying to create a web profile or something if 
first has to get your information in the web in the web server and then has to render that information before displaying it in html format on your browser so statistic statically static documents basically are more easily cut and like generally first to serve so if you have like just a static site doesn't have any doesn't have any chaining information it's easier and faster to serve just displays them in exact format that they exist on the web server